Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, January 15th. We're back. It's a lot of days today. Here, here's one for everybody. National Strawberry Ice Cream Day. That one's Owens. He's a strawberry ice cream guy from what I can tell. Yeah, I had a little bit a few hours ago. Really? I mean, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Well, that was a lucky guess. Let's let's give Adam National Hat Day. I've never seen him wear a hat, personally. I have. That's probably the worst one to give me. Well, I'm probably the least hat guy here. Facebook there 2012. Is a- there's that famous photo of Adam on the way to, I think it's Minnesota in the puffer with the... <laughs> oh, with the Houston hat. Rockets hat. Yeah. yeah. And the Barcelona photo. That's like my favorite Adam photo of all time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Adam, we know what happened, Adam. We'll talk about that later, but we could be in for an all-time Adam performance. Um, I'll take National Bagel Day because I eat, I eat a bagel every day. I really, I love bagels. Wow. I eat them Respect. every morning. Um, and I'll give Alex MLK Day. Okay, I get a okay. I get the best one then. It's true, you do. It is, it is true. Is, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to throw you a bit of a one hundred two mile per hour one right down the pipe there. Yeah, I was like, I was yeah. yeah, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, but I'm actually really happy that I got it now. No problem at all. <laughs> and joining us from the states, Tony, fresh off a illustrious first Lions win of his life in the playoffs. Were there some tears at the at the intermission at the at the final buzzer like there were in the crowd? Did you have some tears flowing from your eyes as well? Um, I wouldn't say tears. I would definitely say a lot of joy, and my heart was like just bumping and flowing, and it's was, it's was just amazing. I, I I feel great. I'm so happy for the team. the The game was electric. Um, we were we were so. so so good i thought i love their offense our defense is whatever they held in in the fourth quarter which is all that really matters stafford played a great game and i'm just so so happy for my team what a great game what a, what a great set of games today to be honest can we just like shout out football like fo- like football Let's is go. just really good right now like the nfl like the playoffs have not disappointed at all wow. i think the script has been unbelievable like what a script they wrote it was nice to have one. Uh, I was getting a bit worried with all the blowouts, though. Yeah. So I was happy to see they saved the best for last. Well, all those teams getting smoked was heat. You're right, um, Owen. So it was nice to actually see a close game. Yeah. yeah. I got to disagree with Alex. I wasn't loving the script um, through the first three games. Well, the first two games, um, because <laughs> the blowouts yesterday were tough, but today delivered. Today delivered in a big, major way. I want, you know, Owen is probably the guy that Tony respects the most when it comes to Lions, so you can steer the boat here, and you guys can line it up for a couple minutes, because I know Tony's, it's it's late over there, and a, and a man's got to work. If I know Tony, he's going to get to work, so yeah. let's make sure yeah. he get his usage yeah. up now. Hey, just because the Lions won doesn't mean that money sleeps, right? So no, we gotta we gotta, we gotta wake up tomorrow early and we gotta get we gotta get her going. But hey, Owen, like, what what are we worried about, bro? Like, oh, should, like, should we be worried about the next round? The the Packers worry me a little bit. I don't know exactly how that all shakes out. I'm not, you know, I don't know. The math is a little weird because it's like the seed switch. So maybe Phil can help us out. Who would they play? Yeah, they're not playing the Packers. Don't worry about that. The Packers are playing the Niners for sure, and they're gonna play the winner of the Eagles Bucks game. 
Okay, so that's wow. good. So we should we should have a nice divisional, and then I, I like our I like our chances at a championship game and then at that point it's just gravy right like we you know if we don't win a championship game that's okay like a lot of good teams this year um but i i think championship game or bust hey tone i think we can honestly definitely make it to the super bowl i don't know about super bowl champs because i feel like if we play the ravens again it'll go the exact same last time but anybody in the nfc now that the cowboys are out we can take on maybe the 49ers or the one team that just, in terms of quarterback matchup, I would take um, Jared Goff over Brock Purdy any day. So oh, I feel like we got, we got we got an upper edge in that. But everything else on the field is looking like a 49ers edge other than that. But Bucks Bucks Eagles, I'm not even worried about. Like no. I, I, I definitely see us beating both those teams. I don't know if anyone else, yeah. else in this call disagrees with that. but Oh, I think that yeah. should be an easy dub. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm cheering big time for the Lions, but I don't want to get wow, ahead of myself. Let's go. I love to hear that. They're, they're, they're still the Lions. I, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I mean, obviously, I love their chances against whoever um, wins in that Tampa Eagles game. Both teams are pretty banged up and everything, but nonetheless, playoffs are playoffs. You never know. Yeah, I mean, I do like their chances to get to a championship game, like you guys said. Um, I thought they played an excellent game. I thought, you know, I thought the Rams, you know, came out and played really well, actually. So it wasn't easy to kind of both defenses weren't playing great in the first half. And then in the second half, kind of the Lions kind of showed up and uh, and kind of locked them down, which was nice to see. Because, Tony, you said you were worried about the defense, eh? It, it did, especially the second half. I feel like our defense definitely uh, strengthened up. And like Dan Campbell said, he was telling the D, he was like, hey, they can make as many easy throws as possible. Let them have that. But though some of those Stafford throws where he was hitting um, Puka, like they were killing us on those. So good to see. Um, we definitely tied, tied it up. But yeah, we'll see what comes next. A Packers uh, Lions NFC Championship game. I kind of think that'd wow. be sick. Like a, just the biggest rivals championship game. Winner goes to Super Bowl. Ford Field. Like holy crap! Wow. Can you imagine cool. a Lions. Texans Super Bowl. Imagine the ratings. I don't on hate that. that. I don't hate that. And and Tony, tell me, tell me one other city where you have the biggest night of your life, and and everybody goes home, and and they hit, still hit an early bedtime because they got to work in the morning. Tell me, that's a hardworking city right there. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of cities um definitely uh-huh. do that. I feel I feel like uh, like um, Milwaukee's the city that does that. You know, Milwaukee's just one of those cities that goes to bed early and just. Okay, but can we say this? Do we feel like the NFC North might be the strongest division in the NFC? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you could say that with the with the way the the Bears closed out the season. Well, the, yeah. the Vikes closed out equally as bad as the true. Bears did in the first half of the well, season. Yeah, but like if, if they had true. Kirk though I, and healthy Jefferson all year, I think it would have been a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'd say no it bucks. is the it is the probably the strongest division. Yeah. Yeah, and you know this is a shame because I don't want to jump the gun here, but you know if this was any other day, there'd be a guy in this call right now saying NFC East, NFC East, but he's just he's just a shadow right now. It just it's really it's disheartening, dude. I I want to speak up on your behalf and say NFC East, but I can't with the way the NFC think, North is playing. I don't think the NFC East is even second. I think it's probably the West. Wow, I agree. Yeah, this is might be a sobering appearance, but Tony, let's let's lap it up one more time. Anything else yeah. you want to say on the lines? Go for it. It's your night. Um, obviously. 
I definitely have them making the Super Bowl this year. Um, if there is a year that we're going to make it, it is this year. <laughs> if we don't make it out, I feel like it's Jared Goff's fault. So, um, yeah, I, I, that that that's just my opinion. But Tony, sorry, um, if they win the Super Bowl, I say you sign them long term. If they don't, I would say release them or move them. No, no, <laughs> don't even sign them long term. That's just I, I, how Maybe much cut more either can way. he really give us? How much more can he? Yeah. How old is he? Like 40, 30? Like forty five? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll see. But yeah, thank you guys again. Hey, so good good luck, Adam. Take care. <laughs> thank you. Love you, Tone. Congratulations. Okay, now at least we got the NFC South, hey, to hold it down. Yeah, they do. They're holding down last place. Now, yeah. now that Tony's gone, I didn't want to rain on his parade, so to say. Uh, um, some of those calls in the fourth quarter were pretty interesting. The no roughing the passer on the one where Stafford ended up concussed and with cracked ribs. The one where the guy just eliminated Higby's right leg, just took it right okay, out. Okay, that from was him. so messed up. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. And then the one on third and long with Nakua, where the guy just came in again late and bodied him in the head. I mean, I thought the Rams are, we haven't been good. The Lions and Frisky, they finished the season there. I, I thought the Rams were a better team in this game. They drove inside the 10, what, three times and kicked field goals. Like, they got to be kicking themselves. They didn't go for it on one of those because I thought the defense for the Rams stepped up huge in the second half. A lucky break that, you know, right when the game was getting down to, to sort of its the crunch, you know, crunch time, Kyron Williams wasn't on the field. That was, I think, nice for the refs because he was kind of getting what he wanted. Ronnie Rivers I think wasn't. the refs were almost scared to make, like, I, I know that sounds weird, but making a call, like, Six minutes left to go, fourth quarter. These guys are on the verge of winning their first playoff game in like 30 years, you know. Um, but yeah, I thought like I thought that uh play on the knee man was so freaking dirty. And the fact that all these wide receivers and tight ends say that they'd rather get smoked in the head um than get a shot in the knees like that really tells you something about how how unsafe that play is and how damaging it can be for your career. The Puka tug too, like he was just tugging him on the jersey, and then the guy comes in late a little bit too. That one could I've seen. I mean, I've seen that get called a bunch of times, but um, I don't know. Maybe they put their whistles away. I guess a little bit there in the fourth quarter, but um, like seeing Stafford's eyes like roll to the back of his head was heat. Yeah, um, when he got smoked by by uh, both those Lions players. So I don't know. Um, I I was still super impressed with the Rams I'm not really I don't really think of them I actually think of them more highly like I thought that was hell of an atmosphere to go into and thought they made it as you know super close super entertaining lost a bunch of guys like lost Kyron Williams Stafford looked super hurt and I thought Nakua I mean he was just Cup he was a superstar exactly and Cup looks shot Cup looks he has no explosiveness I don't know if it's an injury thing or what but Nakua I mean they don't skip a beat with how good Nakua is it just I don't know if that's a McVay system thing or something but wow he he was the only reason they were really in the game and obviously Stafford too to be fair yeah there were a lot of uh, breakout receiving like young receiving performances like we had him we had Dobbs we had uh, Collins like it was a huge weekend and yeah. on the officiating i think <clears throat> it wasn't just this game i saw some really bad officiating throughout the whole weekend like the worst call of the whole weekend in my opinion was in the kansas city game uh, i think it was the second quarter i don't know if you guys remember this play but um, one of the chiefs receivers was running downfield and he like got wrapped basically mm-hmm. and then mahomes threw the ball and there was no flag it's like i don't really maybe there's direction from the league to be more lenient on holds down the field or something but it seemed like a 
you know, I didn't think the games were super well officiated in general. I, actually, the one that went against the lines that was egregious was that false start yeah. where like literally no one moved or flinched. It was it was the Packers guy that like jumped offside and everything, and they're like, "Oh, false start." It's like on on who? Yeah, you know. And that so was I a, thought that was pretty insane. That was a third and five too. Like that was a yeah. They, they would have got a first down if the call was made the correct way. I I, I know like the the Lions defense. Like Tony's right. They, the Lions defense stepped up. They got stops inside the fifteen, and they made it like they bent, but they didn't break on a lot of them. But they do deserve some credit for that. But at the same time, I felt like the way the Rams defense performed in the second half was was pretty impressive, considering the first Lions three lines drives were 75 yards touchdown, 75 yards touchdown, 75 yards touchdown. Like to, to lock up like that in the second half, pretty big deal. But I mean, we kind of hit it with, with tone, but the, the roadmap is there for the NFC championship game. They shouldn't have a problem taking out Eagles or bucks. I don't think they, they're a better team than both those And the, the home fields a real advantage. Like the Rams had to burn both timeouts in the third quarter. Cause they couldn't get plays off. And they obviously those timeouts came back to matter at the end of the game. I just, I just really hope that they stay level headed. Just because this feels like more than a playoff win, obviously for this organization and the players and 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 the fans, you know. So I I feel like I've seen lots of teams. Doesn't matter which sport it is, get carried away with these sorts of big wins. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm cheering for them hard, hundred percent. But I, you know, like let's not party too hard. Like we Jared's have a really good before. shot at going to the championship game. So Jared's been there before. He'll keep the boys. Che- he'll keep the boys uh, in check. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Jared's been there before. Jared had some interesting plays in the second half. I can think of a couple, but kind of a weird quarterbacking weekend because I feel like I saw guys like unintentionally sack themselves a few times. I feel like Dak did it this morning. Oh, Stafford tripped on his shoelace or whatever he did, and and Goff as well. Goff's obviously not as nimble and can't get out. He's got the brick feet, but I mean, yeah, kind of an odd weekend for that. Anything else on this one, or do we want to do we want to bring in the shadowed man? I don't have anything else on this game. So yeah, good win. Yeah. I didn't watch this one. <laughs> he was so defeated by the first game. Now I don't want to be rude. Okay. This just is just being honest. <laughs> I'm glad you well, were that's honest. Honesty is the best policy. It is the best sure. policy. And I don't want to be rude. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna enact the be nice to Adam policy to the best of our abilities. Obviously, you know, there's gonna be some needling involved in this situation, but I'm enacting my be nice to Adam policy, my personal one. And me too. Good. Exercising. Me too. Good, good. Everybody's doing that because it's a tough day. I mean, this is this is a low point. Not to again, I'm trying to be nice, but there's going to be some needling involved in this. You go ahead, Adam. The game through your eyes. What happened to your team here today? Because just walk me through it. Uh, well, okay. Phil told me I, I would have to have a big performance on the pod, um, <laughs> and I said to him, "I honestly don't know if I'll have much to say." Oh, that was, I don't even know how to put this. That was just one of the most, you know, that was, that was probably the hardest time of my life so far. Like, I don't even know how to put it. It was just like, we, we, uh, we lose the coin toss. I'm like, whatever. They choose to get the ball first. Take it from the top. (laughs) Oh, from the coin toss. I was sad because I know we love to get the ball first. We love to elect to receive. And then the Packers win the toss. They elect to receive, and it's like, oh, great. Now the defense has to go out. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe the defense can get a stop. Nope, they score seven. And then you're like, all right, well, at least we can answer back. Nope, I think that ended in a pick or something. What? And then they come out, and they score again. And it, uh, 
and from there it just started snowballing and you know i i have my phone on do not disturb for games like this but i i could just feel the text coming in and then the pick six and when the pick six happens that was like that was the knife and i yeah. don't think i've ever felt that way in my life to this point in my 23 years of being on this planet that was just like specifically painful in a different way once we got to the fourth i decided this is not good for my health and i turned the game off and i just played some league so Good i call. did not watch the fourth quarter um looks like we were kind of mounting a comeback but i don't think that really matters um I, i'm a broken man right now i don't know what to say can i ask you a specific question and go ahead so i i just saw on twitter cole beasley quote tweeted the first pick and he <laughs> nice. said it was like a terrible route basically is it would you blame that on cooks i mean i don't really want to go back on every play and 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 still blame on who made the mistake i mean i'm sure i'm sure his point is that cooks loss. needs to come back to the ball a little more but yeah I'm, i mean i'm sure everyone made a mistake it was just like i don't know anyone who played well on the team today maybe brian anger he had like a couple decent punts raw i don't really want to be celebrating that but i don't know yeah and you like, have a really a couple uh, boomers he did he had that one bomb and, and it was like dan quinn is oh like he <laughs> was getting interviews and it's like all right this is a new low like let's see it and it's just do you think they like peaked too early during the year like i, I know they kind of got off to a means. slow start and then kind of mid-season we're like winning a bunch of games like the defense is rolling they're un unbeaten at home and then I think towards like the last couple of games, they kind of weren't really like putting it together in a way. You didn't really have a reason, but you were kind of saying how like you were, you did feel a little bit scared that it's the Packers that you know they don't have too much to lose. Jordan Love, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I, I've kind of liked the Packers offense this year, and I mean that game was just not what I was expecting. It was completely new level and i don't know about the peak too early thing i think we played well towards the end of the year as well it was just the game against buffalo that was bad i don't know the um, dolphins and the lions games weren't really banner showings either though i mean i'm not saying they were like like spectacular 85 bears but those were like i don't think we played bad in those games i was pretty happy with how the boys did so i don't know yeah i don't even have too much to talk about the game what i think most yeah like, everyone is interested in is what happens next like what do you think as a cowboys fan should happen <sighs> next for the organization i know i know question. you don't like talking about this <laughs> i know but like we have a show to do and we, <laughs> and we need to make it entertaining so what do you like <laughs> what would be the next step for you i maybe you don't fire mccarthy maybe you keep him but maybe you move on from dak like i, mean, I just think it's happened so many times that something has to happen and like at this point it's almost i mean it, it was a bit surprising but at the same time it wasn't because it's like this is just classic cowboys they've been doing this for like 4 years now 4 or 5 years just well you know. i i think we've in the to be fair to defend the team a little bit even though they don't deserve it right now before this game, like in the playoffs, the last three times we lose as underdogs, right? Like we are, not, we were not expected to beat the Niners last year, or the year before, or the Rams the year before. Mm -hmm. So it's never really been at this level. I might have the most boring answer, and I think we've kind of discussed this before, and I kind of talk about this every year. But to me, I mean, Phil kind of has this theory with hockey, and I kind of almost think it's similar with football, which, I mean, 
I don't think there's anything like I don't think this team can get better than where it is right now. Like, sure, you can dream to be in like a 49ers or a Ravens situation, but I think the odds of rebuilding and getting to that point is so low that while you have this team, I think you just got to keep trying. And if it ends in more and more heartbreak, then it is what it is. But to me, you like anyone who says anything about getting rid of Doc to me is an insane person. I don't like there's literally no way we're going to rebuild and find a better QB right now than him. The coach, I can understand a little more, but I honestly don't like I don't know what the better option is. I don't know if Bill Belichick is a better option if that happens. Sure. But I, I don't I think Bill Belichick is a little bit of a silly much. option personally. Oh, I think yeah, it, I mean, well, it, I think and what else sense. are we going to do? Go get like Mike McDonald or Ben Johnson. Like, no, I don't no, know, man. no, no, no. Here, here's what I think. I think if you like Dak. To me, watching that game, because I like Dak. I actually picked Dallas to make the Super Bowl last week. We know this. I, I thought Dak had a really impressive season. Obviously, he was in the MVP race, but this was the worst game he's played all season. It seemed to me like from the well, jump, when the Packers went down the field, there was some sort of... I mean, the first half, he was terrible. It, to me, the only explanation is it's like a mental block. Like It's almost like with these hockey teams when it's like the here-we-go-again factor where it's like the Packers start scoring. To me, that's I'm just guessing. Now, to me, how do you erase that? You change the things around him, and I think Belichick makes a lot of sense. He's a winner. I, he has more playoffs than anybody in the history of football. He's available. Your owner likes a splash. I think it makes sense and checks some boxes. If you're trying to So you mean tinker. it's like a mental block as in like playing from behind, not like playing in... Cause no, I think it's a playoff thing. I think it's, it's a playoff thing. thing. I mean, I've seen him, you know, you can point out his win-loss record. But the last three playoff games I've seen from Dak, he's played really well. Like the 49ers loss, he played well. The Bucks game, he played well. The 49ers Adam. loss before that, he played well. Adam. Played well for half in that one. I mean, he played well in all but those games. You can't say he can, was bad. So he, here's my thing, because um, I don't think it was a Dak-exclusive problem. I mean, you said it yourself. Micah yeah. Parsons was invisible. He didn't look like he was on the field half the game. They got negative yeah. pressure. Um, the secondary... Had some of the worst blown coverages I've seen in the playoffs this year. Um, receivers were running bad routes. CD Lamb didn't look like himself. Like it was just a terrible. St Stephon Gilmore might still be running the same way. Like he still might have not a turnaround on that one throw. Yeah. So to me, it was like a terrible performance across the board. And like people in the show know how I think about football. And it, you know, I don't think it's the quarterback necessarily. I don't really think it's the roster because this roster, in theory, should be much better than Green Bay. So to me, it's like clearly. Like, I mean, Mike McCarthy is good at raising the floor of a team, and he's done it with the Dallas Cowboys. He did it with uh, the Green Bay Packers. But if your team falls that flat in a playoff game, to me, that's a failure of culture or a failure of leadership, right? Like, it can't, that just can't happen across the entire, every personnel group on the team. So I think, you know, that, that's where I would assign most so of the blame is on the leadership. Do you think it's a coaching thing? Is the only solution I, here that... Like Jerry Jones, just like the only solution here to wait until there is a new owner. <laughs> that was I. You were going with the well, D word there for a second. Yeah, I don't want to say think, it. Or just like Jerry relinquish your duties as like give give the GM job to that to our scouting guy, that guy who like <laughs> is getting interviews. Like make him the GM. It's like we have a guy who does all the scouting and who does everything. Like he's just like a figurehead who is like. A culture like he just contributes he doesn't really do anything but how much how much of a responsibility 
does he have in in instilling culture? Like to me, you know, he's not in the locker room yeah. to, the same, to the same degree well, and in the practice to the same Jerry's degree just as like bench pressing. I'm sure he's in the, in the locker room. room. I'm no, sure he's. I think he is too, but I mean, to not to the same degree. He's not with the players like the coaching staff is or like Mike McCarthy is. Yeah, but so to me, that's like you got to get your reason. guys ready. Yeah, but he's also the reason that we're not going to hire a coach that is like yeah. very outgoing yeah. and everything because they have to sit under his roof. So he's not going to go and get like a big coach. I yeah. don't know though. Like I just think like I compared this to the game tonight, the the Lions game. It, say what you want about Dan Campbell. Like maybe he's not the smartest offensive or defensive coach or the best you know guy schematically. But one thing you definitely can do is is instill a culture. And you saw the Lions came out and they scored touchdowns on their first two drives. Like they were ready to play. I think the yeah. coach has a huge part to play in like getting the guys ready and stuff. And from an X's and O's perspective and everything, but. I, I once again I see it in a lot of sports too and like NBA and NHL like when the boys don't come out like fire like all fired up it's like oh it's the coach's fault like he he didn't get them fired up you I I got to get you fired up for a for a playoff game in Dallas against the Green Bay Packers seriously yeah. I think that's crazy I think that's nuts well the- I have to motivate you to get get up for a playoff game that's wild I think I I think that works like during the regular season cuz like during the regular season it's like hey we're playing, I don't know, the Titans. The Titans are a bad team. We're a really good team. I need to get the boys fired up so they're ready to go. I got to get you fired up for a playoff game. You know, it's not all the way, but still at the same time, I think I think the players need to take some ownership on that too. They they do, but again, it's like, to me, it was every personnel group, like all across the roster. And, to, and you know, it's not just like rah, rah, get the team fired up and play like a really cool David Goggins video. <laughs> like it's getting them prepared in the weeks I mean, before, does... making sure that their walkthroughs are good, making sure there's enough intensity in practices, making sure your plays are crisp enough. Like it's all that sort of preparation that happens what before. And maybe Mike's some... not good at that. What does take some ownership even mean from the players? Like... Like, I am sure they know, like Dak went on the podium. He said I sucked. But like, what does that get you? I don't think take some ownership as the players gets you anywhere. It happens every year. Well, here's my lose every year and the players say, oh, it's our fault. We got to be better. Yeah. And and that's again. And that's that's probably the issue here is Adam's right. I think what Adam says is 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 correct. You don't if you rebuild, you're not going to probably end up with this group of players again. It's not going to You're not going to go 12 and five. Yeah. Three years in a row with it. Any other roster. I agree. I agree. So now if we're working on diagnosis here, because I think Owen's also right. How do you explain on the first drive, literally the first drive of the game, Dak and CeeDee Lamb are, are like yelling at each other, going back to the sideline. Maybe not yelling, but they're in a debate about what should have happened. It happened on like the first three drives. How do you do a week of practice or two weeks of practice? You know you're going to make the playoffs. How do you let this happen in, in the first few drives of the game? I think... Look, your owner is old enough, and I agree, he needs to relinquish some power. But I think we're in a perfect storm here where he's looking at it and thinking, I'm 83, whatever, I'm 84, whatever. I've been doing it my way so long. Maybe I need to give it up to somebody to just win me one right now. And I think you look at what happened with Bill. I think after reading everything I read about Bill this week, I think Bill wants nothing more than to stick it to the crafts who've basically pushed him to the side, hired his replacement out from under him. I think this is a perfect storm brewing where these two heads come together and this is what you do to push him over the top because I don't think you can tweak the roster and I think that's the guy that is out there. That And, and Ben Johnson, I see what Owen says too, would be a great fit because he's you know an innovative mind and he could still be 
you know, Dallas has all the money to pay him. He wants his 15 million, whatever. I just think the Belichick thing is going to happen. I think the stars have aligned in a way that makes a lot of sense because there's also no other job I could see him taking. Like, what's he going to do? Go to the Falcons? He wants to break the Shula record. The Cowboys are locked to win 12 games every year. He's going to break it there. And then he Jerry wants him for the playoffs. That's what I think is going to happen. I think the other one would be if he's available and, the, and it makes sense would be Harbaugh. But he's a little younger, though. Like Jerry would, Jerry would just be having Bill for four or five years here, max, right? I mean, I'd be down for Harbaugh, but I think it right. takes like a couple. Like I don't know, I, I'm a little skeptical about how fast Bill could completely shake the culture in Dallas. Like just come in there and oh, it's Patriots, you know, south. It's, it's the 2010 Patriots. Well, yeah, Patriots South. Like, you know, I think it takes a lot of time to build those relationships and the ones he had with Brady and everything and the players that he was picking and the players that he was coaching. Like, I don't know. I still You'd still maybe have to do some sort of a roster shakeup. I don't think Bill would come in there and be like, okay, I'll just take whatever team you guys give me. Like, I think he'd want some assurance that he gets to also, you know, mix around and pick and choose the kind of guys he wants. I mean, I would not be... uh surprised and i wouldn't even be disappointed if i woke up tomorrow and dan quinn did not have a job like, well he's gonna leave somewhere right but who would I hire mean, him I, after today i know where though after today and i mean i think him? he's been like not to i mean i've loved the guy but i'm gonna i think i've flipped the switch today i feel like he's getting away with you know he has all this talent on defense and it kind of makes him look like the guru because he's the dc but i mean those three, four blown coverages, like missed assignments. I I put that on the defensive coach. I don't know yeah. who else is in charge. Dan Quinn's it, it, Dan Quinn in his career, at some of the most important times of his career, I think his re, like four to five times in his career has really blown it. So like you like I agree with Adam. Like, like you're coaching a defense like with killed the yeah. Bears or something or you know like okay <laughs> like I don't really care about that. Yeah. Every time every time the moment gets big, like it you're not yeah. very good. It's like sick. You're coaching a defense with Micah Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence and Deron Bland and Trevon Diggs yeah. and all these like, like nice man. Yeah. Well, the I one that the one that I really couldn't explain was, and it's a kind of a niche play because obviously you know there's the highlights, the the <laughs> again on the needling, the Luke Musgrove oh, you didn't need to laugh. twenty. Well, <laughs> Luke Musgrove caught a pop fly and ran it for a touchdown. So I, I that one was kind of funny. The Gilmore one where he just like Alex said he might still be going left on that route. He's he still might be running without his head turning around. But the one that it's niche, it's really unexplainable. Was there was a third and four in the first quarter where it was bland on the outside with Musgrave and brand bland was like 12 yards off the line of scrimmage. So Musgrave, I think he just improved it, just ran out to the first down, stopped ball came to him first down. It was like, yeah, like whose instruction is that? Is that on bland? Is that on Dan Quinn? Like, I think you're right. I mean, and, and you look at, I mean, not to get too deep into like coverages and stuff like that, but I mean, the Cowboys, the whole season is like 85% of snaps. We play man coverage um, and we play like close to the ball. We jump routes, like we trust our pass rush. That, and then today it's just zone coverage for 70% of snaps. And it, it just made no, I understand like Jordan Love, not great against zone, uh, better against man, but if you got to 12 and five playing man coverage and you have bland and you have the, like, keep doing what works. Don't switch it. I up. agree. Oh, it I agree. Good. Like switching it up big time in the playoffs is, yeah, I think that's a recipe season, for, um, for miscommunication and mismanagement. Like Phil said, that's probably why you saw some of those plays where guys also, are like, well, 
yeah, on offense, like all season, we were like the third or second most pass heavy team on first down. We passed the ball all the time. And then today, how many times did we see Tony Pollard? Like, yeah. why is he even? Oh, he's off? terrible. Oh, he, like Hugh said, he hasn't broke a tackle since 2021. He's just, uh, he, these guys need, and this is off topic, but these guys need the complimentary back. Like you see what the Lions can do with Gibbs and Montgomery. They're so good because yeah. each other are there. Pollard, I mean, I, Lord knows if he's good with another running back, but it obviously helped to have Zeke there. You see, the Steelers didn't get Najee going until they had Harris, or sorry, until they had uh, Warren with them, right? So you kind of need the mix and match. And I'm sorry, but you know this. Rico Dowdle is is not much of a mix and match. He's more of a I don't even know what you would call it. Yeah, they might. This regime might just struggle scheming the run because it was been an issue seemingly for a few years now. Maybe not to this extent, but I think it was the we were pretty good at running the ball last year. I, I'd say I think it was the personnel this year, but I I. I don't really even know how to explain it, you know? It's one of those things where it, it, 27 nothing on the scoreboard, it was just, it was absolutely flabbergasting. I was stunned. And I'm sure, like you said, the biggest play of the game was the was the pick six the because Dallas was getting the second half kick. It seemed like things were going their way. And that one, I mean, like I said to you on text, I can, I, I, my body would just freeze if that was me. I would be, it, we'd be doing the part two of me Jets it Oilers so when I was sad. in the closet. I mean, and that was like a buildup from everything. Like he was obviously trying to force that to lamb because they were like arguing and it was just yeah. like things snowballed quick. It got away uh, in record time. But I, I mean, like I said, I guess my opinion, like, first of all, when Doc signs this extension in the off season, I know I'm going to be getting sent a lot of Instagram posts about him making, you know, 55, 60 million, whatever it's going to be. And I'm down for it. And if we are going to run it back with Dak for the next, you know, 10 years and he has a 16-year career at the Cowboys and he never wins a Super Bowl, at least I went down with my guy. Wow. You well, are... that's just respect. I, I don't is... have anything. That's just straight up respect. He's that's just, just you got your guy. And I yeah, think he's I good. I respect that. And uh, other than, like, you know, his play on the field, he's, like, the perfect guy. He's... I don't know. I just love the guy. Huh? I mean, I'm not giving him a Madden rating based on how he is with the kids and his wife. I know, but he's just, you know, he's great in the locker room. He's great at the podium. He's, you know, great in the community. I just <laughs> love, you know, he he can't a win a story. playoff game at home as a seven and a half point favorite. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and I mean, we, uh, and CD Lamb needs to get paid and Micah Parsons needs to get. So, you know, this isn't going to be the same team and it's just. There's problems. This is this is a huge kick in the teeth, and I yeah. I feel. I remember for you. after the uh, after the Niners loss. Sorry to cut you off again. No, but that's fine. After the Niners loss at the start of the year, I think I said to you, if my team wins one Super Bowl in my lifetime, I think I'll be happy. Um. So I mean, I don't know. I still have like 40, 50, maybe sixty years to go. Oh, more than that. You're a healthy guy. This is maybe. probably the best. Best. Uh, this is probably the best opportunity of the Dak era, though. Unfortunately, so you might have to wait. Well, who knows? More. Maybe six, seven years from now, it'll be a different, you know, roster. Yeah. What about Trey Lance? You got him cooking. Yeah, he can keep cooking. I don't even. Let's go. I, Low I heat. never want to see him start burner. for this team unless Dak gets like hurt. You know, that's. Do you thing. not trade for Justin Fields? <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm not even going to entertain. Holy that loaded! Question. That one little was loaded. A little competition. <laughs> the three-headed monster, maybe the four-headed with Cooper Rush. Just yeah. kidding, he's he's ours. Yeah, Raiders. Raiders. 
The thing is, and I hate the Cowboys. I do. I picked them to win the Super, make the Super Bowl. I picked the Texans to win. Um, okay, so did you do that on purpose because you wanted to jinx them then? Well, were you genuinely? No, no, I genuinely well, did think. This is classic Phil. It is. And Adam, it's the Phil this show. Is where, this is where I'm going with this, Adam. I did pick them to make the Super Bowl, and I genuinely <laughs> believed it. But then this morning I woke up, and I was like, I am just a red-blooded guy who hates the Cowboys. It just, I can't cheer for them today. And I was I, I was whooping it up. I was laughing. I was just giggy, giddy in the first half. And then... I remembered because my dad was watching with me. He said, Oh, poor Adam. And I just thought back to all the times that I was just down horrible about my teams. And I felt quite bad. I, I want you to know that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't ill will towards you. It was just a Cowboys thing. And I, I do have a lot of sympathy for the spot you're in because the Lord knows we've all been there. I watched Alex walk home even, from the McDavid game, all, like dragging his coat behind him like Charlie Brown. And this is. Yeah, that was so heat. Yeah. We've all actually had, like, this is Adam's first moment, kind of. This is like first. <laughs> well, he, he does this every, you know, January. I've had a lot, but I'm not even exaggerating. Like, when I set up the start of the show, this is like up there in the worst moments of my life, probably. Like, I will remember this day for a long time. For me, it's got to be the Flames. I think I had to come on that week, too, and, and talk. And then Phil's was Winnipeg. That was so heat. That was like right when we kind of started the show off, too. That was like three weeks into our debut. Yeah. I think it was like episode three or four, dude. I was... <laughs> yeah, that was so raw. So we've had some unreal moments. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, Owen kind of evaded this. Well, the Jays. Well, yeah. Probably the Jays the, have not been kind to me. The, the 2021 Jays when they, when they got eliminated on the last day. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, that was heat. I don't even know if this is the worst one even just to this team like it's just it's been a tough well this one was years. this one was different I was telling phil this is my 10-year anniversary as a cowboys fan what a way to go out well in that time there's been about five heartbreaking playoff losses it's kind of yeah it all started with the des catch and then there was the mason crosby at, you know 60 yarder and then there was yeah. the rams running for uh, CJ Anderson runs for 300 yards and that there was the first Niners loss and then there was the second Niners loss and now there's this that was the third Packers loss I you know I do feel for you but this one was different because those other ones were close game losses would you rather it be over like this in an instant or would you rather those I ones mean this wasn't even in an instant because we were such big favorites that I kept trying to convince myself that we had a chance I didn't think it was over until like mid third quarter when they ran for that other time and scored 40. Then I was like, okay, we officially can't stop them. But I kept thinking we had a chance and I think I prefer the close loss. I prefer like, it's like, at least we lost to a Mason Crosby 60 yarder that, you know, yeah, I don't even know what tomorrow at work is going to be like, Eat. I'm just going to be watching like skip Bayless and Stephen a and, Someone sent me a Stephen A. at halftime. I thought that was very rude of you. You know who you are. But Could yeah. have been me, to be honest. I kind of blacked out. Well, I feel for you. I do. But that that guy they got over there, that Jordan Love is a sicko. That he's yeah, nice. He, he is really looking good. I'm gonna bet on him for MVP next year. You know the thing too. I saw somebody tweet this, and it's. A, I thought it was an interesting debate point. They said the the. Green Bay Packers are proving that the best time to draft a quarterback is when you don't need one. And I thought, hmm, maybe there's something to that. You give the guy some time behind, you kind of get through the tough phases, you give him some leadership. I wonder if more teams are going to start trying this out. Yeah, because then you just pick the guy that you want. Mm -hmm. 
right? You wait, you, you know, you have the luxury of waiting for a guy that you really, you know, checks all the boxes for your organization rather than making somebody fit. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. what if, and I'm, I, I'm just, just came to me now, but what if the Cowboys are like, all right, Dak three-year extension and we'll draft a guy. We'll put a guy behind him with the 22nd pick. We take JJ or something. Yeah. Like, or even uh, wait till next year. And maybe there's a guy, you know, you just wait and find somebody you like. Yeah. The Trey Lance kind of checks that box, I guess. Trey Lance checks the box in what way, sorry? <laughs> like he's the young guy sitting at the back for the next five years. No. Doing How what? <laughs> like seriously doing five what? Years? Yeah, I don't think he's Nothing. challenging like me. <laughs> I don't think Love was challenging Rogers, but it's just, you know. But he was the successor though. Yeah. They gave him the yeah. throne. Yeah. He was the prince. Lance could be the successor. We don't know what the I'm I'm developing. I'm not selling my stock my stock. I'm in. I'm still in. Alex Alex is shorting hard, but I'm all oh, the way in. Hard, yeah, I am. But you're a Jordan Love guy, Alex. Now I can tell. I can really I, tell. I, I've been a Jordan Love guy though. I think I was I've kinda like I was the first guy to tell you guys, Cap. tell everybody to settle down with the Cap. Packers stuff. No, not Cap. I think I'll I'll go check the tapes, dude. Check I will receipts. check the tape and I check. was the one promoting the Packers or attempting to every week because of love. I, I will. I don't know about the promoting the Packers as a team, but I, I was always saying, let's pump the brakes on Jordan Love. I don't think he's as bad as everyone says he is. Yeah, I think the Packers right. had some heat losses this season where everyone's like, oh, Love, what a bad pick. What are the Packers going to do now? And I was like, no, 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 no. Hold on and wait. You can't give up on a guy like four games in to his season. So, no, yeah, I've been a Love guy. What chances do you give them going to San Francisco? Because I I don't really give them much, but I, I mean this like they're this is gravy now at this point. Honestly, it oh it is gravy going into. This I week. I don't give them a lot of. I don't give them a lot. Unfortunately, like I I just think San Francisco is gonna be super well prepared in that game, and they're just the better team. And I could see this happening with Dallas. Like I'm not even trying to poke it poke this at Adam, but I don't see it happening with uh with the 49ers them beating them. Yeah. Green Bay owns Dallas, but uh, the 49ers owns both of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good way to put it. It's like Pedmas. They're up mm. at the top of that. Yep. They're the parentheses. Yeah. The Cowboys yeah. are whatever S is. Um, I, I, I'm not a math guy. Uh, Traction. Thank you. Shout out Fizé. Yeah, Fizé. A lot of guys tried to help me in that department and just couldn't crack the rock. I just never really got there. Um, but I, I saw the line opened at like 10 and a half. So clearly Vegas thinks the same. Not much of a chance for them against San Francisco. But nonetheless, impressive victory. Anything on the games yesterday, Owen, what do you think? Well, I was, I mean, I, I the game I enjoyed the most was the Houston, Houston game. Just because... I, you know, I felt kind of vindicated. I, I, I'm a huge Stroud guy. I loved the Texans all year long, minus this stretch where Stroud was hurt. And, you know, I was a big believer. And so I was really happy to see them go in there and get it done. It, it was, it's kind of shocking to me. Maybe, maybe um, just overall in the weekend, I was so surprised by how these top tier defenses performed. Like Cleveland was probably the worst defense of the weekend, followed closely behind by the Cowboys. It, it was just interesting to see. It's, uh, a whole different game in the playoffs, I guess. Um, but you know, I was really, I think the, I think the Houston Texans are a really good team, and I'm really, I think they they play Baltimore. No, who do yeah. they play? They're play, they're they're probably going to play Baltimore because Buffalo will beat Kansas or Buffalo beat uh, Pittsburgh and play right. Kansas City. Yeah, which will be it'll be a good game. I mean, I think 
there's something about a team in both, you know, Houston and Green Bay. I think when you have no expectations, you're able to play kind of free, you know, freely and 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 do things that you might not otherwise do. So I, I kind of think that that game will be maybe a bit closer than people might realize. Yeah, I agree 100%. And I saw LeFleur was talking about that exact thing. He's like, all the pressure's on them. We could just come in here and, and there's no real worries for us. We just got to play and practice hard and we don't have any worries. Like, this is just a game where we could show up and try our best and not have to worry about that. I think Houston, look, I think that Stroud guy, that's part of the reason I picked him to go so far. I just think he's so dynamic. I think when he's healthy, he makes everything happen. And and Nico Collins, there's so many good receivers, but he is he's a real asset for them. Like, he's he's such yep. a talented player. And, and if those pre, uh, pass rushers on the edge, that Greenard and... Um, well, Anderson, Anderson, yeah, if they can get pressure like they did against Cleveland, who I know were down to their backup tackles, but if they can get pressure on Lamar, I think that's a game that they could very much win. Oh, and that defense was insane. Like Stingley looked good. Everybody was just, you know, there's a few. There's the, the one play I really remember is it was maybe like a, a third or fourth and like two, and it was uh, an outside run or an outside, it was maybe even a screen. And uh, Houston had like every hole filled and they, they you know, beat. Cleveland to the spot on every single block, and then and then they managed to, to you know stop it for a loss. But that defense is is humming. Um, and also, just on a side note, uh, Stroud has officially passed Joe Burrow in the fifth spot on my personal quarterback rankings in the OQBP. The other four, yeah. I mean, it's for me. It's it's Mahomes, Herbert, Lamar, Allen, and then now Stroud. Did I hear? Oh, you have a problem with that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what my problem with that is. But I, I, I still have it as Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Lamar, and then I'm sliding in Herbo, and then I'm going with Stroud, and then Stafford because Stafford was balling tonight. What do you think of the games yesterday, Alex? I was a little bit surprised that the Texans played as well as they did. I was a little, a little bit skeptical of them. Um, I was, I was surprised that the Browns' defense couldn't stop anything. Um, and that Flacco played so bad, I guess. Um, but when you think about it, it's not that surprising. You know, Flacco's going to Flacco, and he Flacco's in the most important game of the year. Man, was he bad. Yeah. Like, wow, he was so bad. Um, and, like, the defense didn't help that situation either. And, yeah, the Texans just feel like a really confident team right now. So it's good to see D'Amico Ryans is a, is a, is a great head coach, too. Um, the defense was playing well, so I'm excited to see what they do in the next game. And then, like the Chiefs Dolphins game is the least surprising, yeah, outcome of all time. Like that, I'm not surprised by that outcome at all. I saw that coming from a mile away, so we we penciled that in. So I think the more interesting point is what because Herbert got paid and Burrow got paid, and Miami is going to have to make that decision with Tua. I. I think it's crazy town if they pay Tua. I I think oh. we can pick pay up, him like anything. You mean yeah, or like Daniel Jones money? Like like anything really? To be really? honest, because uh, we can pick our bones with Dak. Dak is miles ahead of where Herbert or where Tua is as a passer. Just just miles, and Tua doesn't move. Tua is a, a stationary quarterback. Signing him to an extension or some sort of deal would uh, is going to lose a lot of people their jobs. Yeah. What would well, you do? Uh, what do you do, Geno Smith? Kirk Cousins, oh yeah, I think okay. Kirk's a little too. Miami's to not get for him. Expensive. Yeah, Miami's. Yeah, he'd be a little overwhelmed. Well, no, I, I think, I think uh, he would love to do that, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to pull that off. I think Gino, you can get, and he can kind of become the Purdy of that offense. 
draft somebody in the late round, like just so that just cost wise, like, cause you can't tell me Tua is a major upgrade over, I don't know. I don't know who they would end up drafting. And, but you know, two years down the line, I imagine he would, whoever it is would in this offense look pretty similar, do pretty similar things to what Tua is doing for less than he would cost with an extension. I think you can go with the classic sign a free agent, draft a quarterback, and just do it that way. Yeah. Miami also needs to have a bit of a sharper edge because they don't, I mean, they have no physical component to them at all. They really, they're just completely finesse. They're I, all, yeah, razzle-dazzle, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you do that because they're. I know that it's sort of a personality of their coach thing when you think about it, but like they obviously brought Fangio in to kind of try to harden up the defense or whatever they tried to do with that. Didn't really work. The defense was fine for most of the season, and I know they sustained a lot of injuries, but they just need a more like bashing element to them, I, I think. Yeah. Can, do you think this is the Kansas City, the playoff Kansas City of previous years? No. Uh, I don't. I got to wait. I yeah, think I Buffalo will beat them. I think. One thing I was also surprised about in this game is I would have thought Miami would have had a slight edge given the weather because, I mean, I guess you still throw in cold weather, weather quite a bit, but they, they're so dominant on the ground. I would have thought they would have had better success. So I credit Kansas City a lot for stifling their running game. I agree with you. Kansas City, like Alex said when he picked them, I, I just thought the Arrowhead is just such a fortress for them in these games. They're going to have to go on the road to Buffalo. I think that's where they could be caught slipping, but they really are a different team at, at home, especially come playoff time. It almost, I like it, you're right on paper. Miami should absolutely have that matchup advantage, but I just, I just thought they were going to take care because it was at home. Really, I just wanted to say uh, I'm zero and three so far in the playoff games picking. So. Congrats, Buffalo, and congrats to the Eagles because it's looking like I'm going on an all-time cold streak here. <laughs> well, you had a great regular season, so it's it's no real stress. It's, yeah, it's gravy. Yeah, you're, you're already a champion in my books. I What do you think about the games tomorrow? I wasn't upset that the Steeler game got postponed, to be honest. Didn't seem like it was playable today. Wouldn't have watched it. Well, actually, I probably will because it's during the day, right? Yeah, 2.30. Yeah, I might pull it up on the phone. Let's go a little, <laughs> little cheating on work. They're not the most enticing batch of games, but next week should be good. I think they said they're starting with the Texans game at, at the Ravens probably, and then they're going to the Packers-Niners game on Saturday night, and then Sunday morning is going to be the Eagles-Bucks-Lions game, and then Sunday night will be the uh, Chiefs-Bills game by, by the looks of things. If things go how they're supposed to go, I, I think that was what the schedule they were calling for. So divisional weekend, always always my favorite weekend of the year because the wild card weekend, you got to kind of rinse out the frauds. Now, having said that, we got a bit of a problem because we're not doing the helmets anymore, but Cookie was over to watch the game tonight. He walks in here and goes, you have the Packers in Unserious. Yeah. Well, I don't know then. Who's How are we responsible for that? How did that happen? I think it was the defense. But also, it's like they weren't playing. It's a it's regular, you know, regular season rankings. Yeah, but they too. also weren't playing like the regular season. Like this was a very diminished uh, product of the Cowboys. Well, yeah. I think they're definitely better than unserious. Yeah, with the quarterback, the, play, the quarterback playing the way they've had some nice sure. wins this year for sure. The other, I mean, the Browns. How do they proceed back to? to Deshaun is going to be the question with them, I think. I saw a bunch of reports saying like, oh, like the Browns think Deshaun is going to be ready to rock in 2024. Why would, why is that? Why are we even reporting that? Why does that matter? What's he hurt with again? What's his injury? 
like everything. Like I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it's play? like a bad like shoulder injury or something. I think it's a Ben yeah. Simmons. I don't know because like I heard people saying, you know, if they win this game, maybe Flacco starts next year. But that seems even then. No, far, that's like, crazy. You can't pay someone that much. Yeah. to sit on the bench. And he's thirty nine or whatever he is. Like, doesn't seem like a long term option. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. It's so tough with the guaranteed. I don't even know. Like, I guess you just stick with Deshaun. Like, that's so much money. Yeah. I think so. I think oh, I think you have no choice. You have to. I think they're stuck. You made a commitment to that guy, so by trading all those picks and paying him all that money, so you have to. I yeah. think he'll be yeah. okay. I don't know. This is I don't really that good when he played this year. I just don't like his character, I think. I think he doesn't care. I, I literally think it's a Ben Simmons cares. thing. Like I don't think he's going to be grinding to get back to peak form. He hasn't looked... He hasn't how, many, looked how many games has he played in the last like five years? Has like, he played more than 10 games in the last five years? He didn't play that last Houston season. He was, what, out one whole year as well? Yeah. After that. like I don't know. I think he was out for like two years straight up. Came back, got injured, came back again. I think he got injured. So I don't know. I feel like this guy hasn't played any football at all. When he was out there, he wasn't looking good either. Yeah. I, it sucks for the other guys in the NFL too because it's like this is, you know, the big uh, guaranteed contract. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be uh, offering guaranteed contracts to big players anytime soon. So you got to be pissed you if do. you're a big name. God forbid the all guaranteed contract went to like Mahomes or something, because then everybody would be yeah. doing it. It would be the in vogue thing. But now, yeah, like you say, never gonna happen again. Yeah, tough scene. And I remember yeah. right, they're in cap hell now. Like I think this year is the last year they could actually like have people around. I think next year the 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 Saints issues start for them. So never a good sign. But they gave it their all. Miles Garrett and. uh Micah Parsons both went completely dark this week, which was bizarre. I wonder if that's like a playoff blocking thing, or I don't know how to explain that. Maybe it's just an anomaly. Wow. But they were so ineffective, both of them. Micah had a couple plays. Yeah, like yeah. compared to his usual self, he wasn't even close, really. He got his first holding call since week four. It's cold. I saw that. That was big. You got any Gerard Mayo thoughts, Owen? Well, it seems like would have been smarter to get somebody outside of the organization been in the Patriots his whole life. Yeah. Like I would have gone for somebody. I think that's more... what the Patriots are about though. Themselves. Yeah. No, they about definitely themselves. are. But I, if it were me, I would have gotten somebody like a little bit more different, like shake things up. Well, I like you, you'd think in the year with the best free agent coaches in, in forever, you'd, you'd do an interview search, but I, I guess not. Yeah, at least like take a, take a day or two maybe. Yeah. Think, well, think it, it kind of looks like they might've already had their guy since like frankfurt right well from what i read something about this they wanted a they they had it written into his contract like a year ago that he was going to take over for bill whenever that was so he wasn't really allowed to leave like he was getting paid like a head coach now i think wow as a linebackers coach and everything i read said he was pretty much running the defense and him and belichick were pretty icy towards each other because belichick wasn't happy that they wrote in his replacement so I mean, it, it seems like a lot of drama happened over there. I'll say that. So I, I think the Crafts are uh, Jimmy g Belichick a little bit in comparison to the Brady thing of years ago, which is a little bit funny circle of life. But I don't know. I would have done a coaching search, like like you say. I wonder if uh, Alex has any thoughts on Max Crosby deciding to impose himself in the Raider coaching search and actually make it about him. That was absolutely insane. 
Well, he said he's going to leave the organization if we don't keep Pierce. He said he'd ask That's for a trade good. if they didn't like, hire Antonio Pierce. And then some of the people on Twitter being like, yeah, like that standing up for your guy. Like, think about the organization. Let's do an interview or two. Yeah. Well, and if after all the interviews, you really think Antonio Pierce is still the guy, then fine. But I'd like to do an interview too. Mike Rabel, please. I don't think any player should get involved publicly like that in a coaching search. I think that's, that is, I think it's inappropriate. Yeah. And I think I like, if I'm, I don't know, whoever the GM there is, I don't even know, actually. Um, like I'm having a little convo with them there being like, Kate, like, you're a good player and everything, but we don't need that sort of publicity. He can do that privately for all I care, but to come out publicly on your podcast and say, I'm asking for a trade if we don't hire Antonio Pierce, that's, I mean. I would I would uh, trade Max Crosby yesterday. Yeah, like, I would too. I, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, you can't have that around. That's what I think. No, I don't like that, honestly. It actually kind of upset me. So I would trade him like easy for like a fifth round pick. I don't actually care. Get Where the contract off the books. Quick fifth Where, rounder. Dude, that's what they get traded for, bro. Guy, Max Crosby's like, going for a couple firsts, I think. Couple yeah, oh firsts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like a top four, like five, top five pass rusher. If we get a couple firsts, that's great. But I, I honestly would just, like, I don't like players like that on any kind of a team. Like, you're not LeBron James. <laughs> Related <laughs> situation. What do you What mean? do you think of the whole Jameis Winston thing? Oh, I listened to a lot of stuff about this because we talked about it last week and I, I was saying, I was with you. I thought it was great. Like the guys in the huddle decided. Then I listened to some stuff, some former players and they were saying like to come out in the victory formation and run a play on another team. Yeah, that's uh, so like, heat. you're asking for an injury to happen because those guys aren't ready for it. And some guys coming at you full speed. I I think you probably don't resign them and you, that's kind of like a line crossed. And it's not like, I think you have to cut them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think he's going to be a free agent anyway, so I think they can just let him go, but that's like a, a kind of a but, very like bad decision. If you're decision. another team, you can't pick the guy up after he did that. But he kind of played it smart by saying it was a team decision, even though like it's all like, <laughs> the quarterback. <Yeah. laughs> like, it's like, I guys, it wasn't me, it was the team. Somebody else in the huddle was like, yo, like it was like the left tackle. He's like, yo, what if we ran right here? <laughs> like, like, yo, Jamal's our guy, though. Like it was Jameis's idea. It wasn't a team idea. It was a you idea. So yeah, people love him though. He's like a beloved teammate. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody picks him up, but he's never going to be a starter again. I don't think, which is kind of weird. Cause it seemed like it always seemed like to me, he would get a starting job again, but I don't think it's going to happen. Well, he was starting in New Orleans for, for a little bit and then he got hurt and then just never started again. Right. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah, I hope he gets another job. He's a. I, I really like Jameis Winston. I'm people that you were just referring to. <laughs> yeah, I like him too. I think the players like like the Florida State guys loved him. So obviously he was winning, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, pretty quiet week. Otherwise, obviously the Bills stuff and the Nick Saban stuff. We sort of got the tail end of that last week. You feeling any better, Adam? I remember in my darkest times on this show. By the end of it, I felt a lot better. Like, it just helps to talk about other things, you know? Adam just had some nice laughs there towards the end. Yeah, he was cheering, he was cheering yeah, up. I, I smiled a bit. Good. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I am kind of used to it. So it, it's, I feel like this would be harder if it was like, well, I don't even know if that's true. 
What do you yeah, mean? I don't know. If it was like a, a conference better. championship, it would be harder, you mean? No, I mean, I I was going to say it would be harder if this was like the first time it happened to me. But I feel like it maybe hurts more that I'm used to it. Well, I think you just talked yourself into it being a lot different this year. I think that's probably why it hurts more. I think like five people have already sent me Instagram DMs as if like I didn't watch the game. Oh, you got to turn like, off your phone. Your phone becomes a huge problem he, in these days. I, I was very surprised about like, like the FJ story was oh. a little. Well, FJ, was, FJ, I didn't know you he, you guys were like that. He, 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 like get on a get on a story. Yeah. The only thing I've said to FJ, what what even was it? I think. Uh, this started about like Sam Instagram, Howell. I think, convo you guys had. Yeah. Yeah, we had an Instagram convo. He said Doc is worse than Sam Howell. And then we played the commanders and Doc lit them up and Sam Howell threw like three pick sixes. And then I just replied, do you want to revisit this? And then I guess that turned into this, which, you know. Well, the thing about FJ. To him, I guess. No, the thing about FJ, and this is true. That's crazy. We Like, we haven't even had him on the show show hey yeah yeah well no that's nuts we know yeah. what happened. people need to hear this guy at some point well we know what happened when he tried to come on well when we wanted him on the last time he made us delay a day because he wasn't feeling well and then he no showed it so he's he's still got his suspension then, letter he's still got people his suspension forget, and, and then he was out at a party playing beer pong yeah the next day because he was so under As the if weather he was actually sick yeah, see, he's he's on a permanent ban. But the thing about FJ is he's not afraid. When you're at your low, he'll kick you. He's I I said to these guys, remember when Jay Woodcroft got fired? It was up on his story within seconds. I called this at Phil Walker, which is like, okay, FJ, I... No way you got added. I got added, yeah. he th- Like, Holy. you got to be cautious with this guy because he'll huh. come at you. He's taking names. He is. Don't think if the Jets, like if Aaron Rodgers does another like crazy thing that gets him yeah, That would be insane. <laughs> he comes after Can a Imagine win. Aaron Rodgers goes down week one and I just get an at. I, <laughs> I said he wasn't durable at Owen Clark. <laughs> oh, man. It's not out of the realm of possibility. That's the thing with FJ. You just never know. Yeah. Wow. He's a wild card, good. that guy. BYU just like loses at, in March Madness or something. He's just adding Owen. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Program hasn't been the same since Jimmer left at Owen. Adam, you got to get him back now. Somebody's got to get him back. Yeah. Story. Go story for story. I mean, I, I was kind of up like 5-0 in the, in, the, in the score before this so but in the public story yeah public score it's it's one zero fj <laughs> you gotta be honest fj the guy it, he was getting beat down in in the somehow that competition i don't know why he picked that fight but nobody <laughs> knows about that fight but fj comes over the top rope with a public story to make it seem yeah. like he's dominating this started with me sending him a Ron Rivera post after they lost. It was kind of like friendly. It was like they lost and I sent him Ron Rivera and he's like, oh yeah, I hope they fire him. And I'm like, yeah, I hope they do too. And then uh, I said, maybe it'll happen after we beat you on Thanksgiving. And then he said, lol, I mean, Howell's a better QB than Dak. <laughs> and then that started that whole thing. So, Man, what a guy that FJ. I really <laughs> wish the people who listen to this show and don't know him would get to hear him, but I really, you know, he he crossed the he line. He was really sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
we th- there's got to be rules at some point. I mean, we can't we can't forgive that type of behavior. Really, he walked on us. Yeah, he's the only no show ever. Well, I mean, Tony's had some. Yeah, maybe well, don't, borderline. No that's technical. That, let's get that cut yeah. out. Yeah, I, Tony yeah. showed. Tony showed it was just you know he did the tin can. That's audio. my mistake. Yeah, that's my mistake. But no, he's the only one. I don't think we've had anybody else. Anyway, seems like the 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 winter freeze is over, which I got to be honest, I was kind of enjoying by the end of it because I was doing like a, a banger movie a night under the covers, and it was oh. it was getting kind of sick, dude. I was watching like one that I've always wanted to watch a day, and it was awesome. So I'm gonna miss that a little bit. Man, we're close though. We're close to movie season. <laughs> we are close. Phil's getting a head start. Phil started his uh, OTAs early. I did start. I brought the boys to camp. We got the pads on. We did the little Friday night. Took a page out of McDavid's book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> what did I do? Thursday night, dark night. Friday night, heat. Sa- oh, Saturday night, um, American Psycho. Never seen any of them. Always wow. wanted to see them. American Psycho. Rank them one to three. Uh, Dark Knight, Heat, American Psycho. In that yeah, way. American Psycho's not all that. I, it, think. I agree. I agree. R- really not that great. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a little, it's like, awesome. it's a little shock factor. Like, yeah. Like, it's funny. Like, when they're doing the business cards, that's, that's hilarious. That's like the funniest yeah. thing ever. But yeah, the business card stuff's awesome. Or just him talking to himself is pretty funny. It is. It is. When he's like, I'm like shocked at because his apartment is better than mine. When he like walks into the dead guy's apartment with his keys, like that's that's <laughs> sick. But you know, I don't know. Heat was awesome. Heat was heat uh, is wow. I can't wait to watch it, but it, the runtime scares me. It's like three over three, right? Oh, it zooms by. I'm I'll, I'll take it yeah. in the movie draft when we start picking movies again because it was it was just sick. I just wanted to watch. You're gonna it take again. heat. I'm considering it. I want to no, go. Yeah, yeah. Take it. Take it. Cause it's, it's so good. Yeah. I think it might be Owen's favorite movie of all time. Just, just really. Well, I mean, it's just watch, watch out. Well, actually I won't spoil anything, but Phil and I are on, on very different, uh, movie tears right now because, uh, he, you know, he's watching the classics the last few days. I watched, uh, two purge movies. So I'm on a different oh. type of wave right now. I actually noticed that they started popping up in my letterbox. Just purge, purge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I tried watching that, that uh Boston movie with like where they robbed those banks. The town. It's like yeah, I couldn't 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 finish that. He dude, dude that I, movie's great. Dude, Alex, really? Alex has some very interesting so. opinions. Like when Owen sent the one review, it had six <laughs> reviews, and five of them were five stars, and Alex just added it two. I was like, this is just <laughs> this is just prime Alex. <laughs> I'm brutal. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, one I saw, I uh, I saw Alex rated uh, Extraction four and a half stars. So I watched it last week. Loved it. So thank you. Nice. To nice. Al- or to Alex wow. for that. Wow, that makes me feel so good because I don't think anyone actually looks at my Letterbox reviews. Oh, I love. So it. I appreciate that, Owen. That's yeah. awesome. I look at everyone. Great, great film. I've got well, a good. Actually, I actually saw the Extraction one too and thought about booting added it to my watch list Wrong. it's great right it's i gotta get to extraction two extraction two i saw as well also great i, I like the no way similar it, the scene is oh. the the final scene in extraction one is hilarious i don't oh, want to yeah. spoil it but it's just yeah it takes a lot of punishment <laughs> and and uh manages to, manages to survive which is it's I pretty raw 
like that was very like Russo brothers. Like you can yeah. tell that they've made a bunch of Marvel movies because in Marvel, like nothing counts. Like someone could die and it's like, well, actually this and this and this happened. So they're not dead. And that yeah. kind of plays. Yeah. A part in extraction. So yeah, it's raw. And I love when they don't even explain it too. like the guy, like fully is like, there's 0% chance he survives. Like he is fully dead and there's no scenario in which he could survive. But then they cut to the future and then he just is like alive somehow and they just never discuss it. Yeah, his, his like his like brain wasn't getting oxygen for 20 minutes. And like Owen said, he just <laughs> got shot four times. Yeah, got shot four times. And then fast forward like not like six months into the future, yeah. dude, not even like five years. It's like six months into the future. He's still like jacked as hell. <laughs> like, yeah. no, like not. Like, he's all good cognitively. No issues. He's. <laughs> sharp sharp as ever like oh my god awesome there, movie. there was one of those in dark night too where the gore i'm not spoiling anything it's a 20 year old movie where gordon gets shot in the neck and i'm like no dude like this guy this can't be real and then 20 minutes later he's making an arrest he's like ah yeah. I'm, I'm back no bandages on the other one that's great in that movie is they fall from like a 20 story building and it's like, well, they're gonna die, but no, there's a car. And the car, oh, yeah, the, car right. the car breaks. It's fall. a pillow. It's a pillow, basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 That it's like it's <laughs> so much safer hitting a car than the concrete. It's like raw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and especially because really the car like the impact. The car like dents in and the windshield just shatters. But it's like and she's like, she wakes up and she's like a uh, bird, dude. She's fine. She's like, Wow, thanks for saving me. He's like, Yep. I'm Batman. Okay. The the heatest Nolan choice I think ever though, and he's made just like the best movies ever. But the heatest one in in the Dark Knight is when like the Joker has his mask on and he's talking to Harvey Dent, and like it like then he takes his like mask off and then Harvey Dent's like, "What? It's the Joker? Like I I thought it was just a regular person wearing that makeup." Like, yeah. Oh yeah, when he's actually wearing the medical mask when he's at the yeah hospital. yeah he's wearing the medical mask the Joker and like Harvey Dent like can't figure out it's the Joker it's like hate like well, maybe we could have just like gotten like straight to the their conversation right away we didn't have to play like hide and seek there do that and Harvey Dent I mean Har minutes. Harvey Dent's walking around the last forty five minutes with with half a face like uh, <laughs> come on here like you took the bandage off and the doctors are just cool with it they're like all right like we're just gonna let your gums air out a little bit it's all good yeah we're done. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I do. I do read every letterbox review though. I like. I like awesome. when I, I like Alex's. I got Owen on there. Adam's on there. Katie's on there. Connor's on there. I read them all. I I make sure to check out them all. So awesome. Yeah, me too. I just want everyone to know that I do read them. Adam hasn't come up with one in a while, as far as I can tell. I don't know what that's all about. Well, I dropped one for uh, what was that last movie we watched? Her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I dropped one for that. I mean, next time oh, I watch a movie, I'll drop another one. Raw, dude. My goal for the movie reviews is when we get to the, when Owen gets back to Calgary, we all link up to watch the movies together. Yes, yes. And I'd love to. I, we need to do a bad one, like a like a just a movie that's getting heat reviews. Yeah, yeah. Like Morb was so fun. It, I dude, mean, if Madame so Webb starts not. getting some heaters, it's got a chance. Which one? If Madame Webb starts getting to meet us. <laughs> yeah, we should go. Well, Alex, we tr didn't we try to do that with Bo and then you didn't, didn't go watch yeah, he, it? He, I did not watch it. But like, uh, I couldn't make your guys' like, movie trip. So then I was like, well, I'm not going to watch it by myself. So then I just didn't. 
didn't watch it. You know what though? I'm getting on Phil. Phil needs to watch freaking Gladiator, man. He does need to see it. That's a classic. Gotta watch it, dude. Dude, I'll it's so good. I'll make you a trade. You watch Blade Runner 2049. I'll watch Gladiator handshake deal. Handshake deal. The trade is one for one. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm good. Okay. Deal. Anyway, ten. Great job. Ten. Ten. Particularly ten. Adam, who faced the music. No, Adam did a great job. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. It's never easy, but you stood yeah. in there and you took some hard questions. Yeah. And the fact we were getting some giggles towards the end just made it so much better. It did. Yeah. We'll see how we're... I, I'm sure I'll be better next week. Next week? I hope the Eagles lose. Yeah, that'd help a little bit. Oh, that'll be... Yeah. That'll be the boost you need. Yeah. No A.J. Brown. I think we're good there. We'll see. Wow. We're going back in the other direction. We got to end this before it gets worse. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back Thursday. We got to make some picks. I don't know what else we're going to do. We got to talk about some coaches maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Thursday. Have a good start to week, everybody. Talk to you then.